Today's episode is a reversed interview in which I'm being interviewed by Jane Applegore for her summit from passion to profits. We are talking a little bit about my story and of course about Welcome to the Epic Vision Zone. My guest today likes to call herself an accidental entrepreneur. She is a business coach and online course creator who specializes in Instagram marketing. At the age of 24, she was hosting communal dinner parties with her then boyfriend in their living room. It quickly grew into a restaurant becoming the number one eatery in Buenos Aires, skyrocketing to a seven figure business that was featured in the New York Times, Lonely Planet, the BBC, and that's just to mention a few. But for my guests, the passion and purpose had disappeared from her dream. In her words, she was trading freedom for money and happiness for status. What she spent the last five years building no longer resonated with her heart. So she had left at 29 to start life over again. Can you imagine at 29? I, that's amazing. Now she works with high achieving female entrepreneurs helping them build their own profitable businesses through the power of Instagram. Her mission is to empower women to take the first steps towards monetizing their passion and to grow their brand online, allowing them to reach a wider audience and create more wealth and freedom in their lives. So welcome, Carla Bessinger. So Hi. nice to see you. She's coming to us today from Portugal. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. So that's an amazing story. You are still so young, and yet you have already delved into the entrepreneurial world, had a great success, and, and now starting over again. Let me ask you, did you always want to be an entrepreneur, or was that something that just sort of happened to you? It really, that's why I call myself an accidental entrepreneur because I never really thought I would go out on my own. I remember sitting in a lecture, I did study business and marketing, but I remember sitting in a lecture and the professor said 50% of the people in this room will go on and start their own businesses. And I said to myself, that's definitely not going to be me. I have no interest in that. And yeah, I moved to Argentina when I was 24 and I met a guy, um, I really wanted to stay and I applied for jobs and no one wanted to hire me. Mm. And he had just started running these dinners together with his best friend who is a chef from their apartment, kind of like a closed door dining experience. Right. And so I guess he wanted me to stay too. And so he offered me a job and then kind of, I fell into it and it then became this much bigger thing. Right, right. It sort of ballooned into all about the money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we did, uh, for 18 months, we just did dinners in our um, living room and it was super fun. But then there came a point where he wanted more. So he found an investor and then with the investor, we kind of went all in and we turned this little three person team into a 30 person team oh. we got a huge space in the best corner in buenos aires and we yeah we just went really big but 
with that came a lot of problems, a lot of making the investor happy and just the idea of, you know, building something that would support our lifestyle wasn't really there anymore. We were kind of slaves to our business. Mm. Well, that's interesting because that you, you sort of answered the, the other question with that because, you know, you, you said your then boyfriend started with you in the restaurant and that was your dream. And then suddenly success hit and everything changed. And when you put it in the perspective of getting all of those individuals that you had to hire, the investor, you brought in all this outside energy that completely shifted uh, the inner, I guess it is, um, I, I would say the inner passion that the three of you had. Yeah. 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 And such a huge responsibility now looking after or being, you know, responsible for the paycheck of 30 people. Oh. And then the investor who obviously only cares about his return on the investment and not so much our freedom and our fun adventures that we had planned. Right. So, <laughs> okay. So that, that was your dream. That's sort of what your dream looked like. You had, you and your then boyfriend had an idea of what your dream was and the investor yeah. came in and imposed his, I'm not even sure if that was his dream, but maybe um, on you. So therein exactly. lies the, the, the shift exactly with with things not working many entrepreneurs take on partners and i i know you've uh, you've been talking about this but they they will take on partners to help create their dream given your experience what words of advice would you have for those thinking of taking on partners then is there you there was a lesson learned there so next time what advice would you give someone an entrepreneur yeah. I mean, I know I have friends who are in business with family members. I have friends who've started businesses with their best friends or with their partners. And some of them work really, really well with, in a partnership. And to be honest, we did as well because we kind of had a very complementary skill set. Mm -hmm. It's just, especially when you're working with a partner who's also your, you know, like a relationship um, partner, then everything just kind of becomes about the business. So it can be very difficult to kind of separate the two. Mm -hmm. And I guess my words of advice would be, mm, it's a tough question. Um, make sure you go into business with someone who complements your skill set, who has something that you don't have. So you, together you kind of become this bigger force and you can achieve more. And then be really good about setting boundaries and making sure everyone has their role and it doesn't all get um, mixed up. Right. Well, that's really good advice. That, that's, that's really good advice. So there are many women who are afraid of going after their dreams. And I know you wrote a little something and I was very interested in the answers. So can you tell us some of the reasons they have told you they're afraid? And then what insight can you share with our audience to help break them out of their fear? Hmm. I think, you know, as women, first of all, it's a very new world for us to be able to do what we want and to be entrepreneurs and to not need permission from our husbands to go out on our own. So that's only, I think, you know, my, my mom was probably, her generation was probably the first generation to be able to really 
do that. So it's very new for us just as women in society. And the other thing I think is women in general aren't as big of risk takers as men. So there's a lot of, you know, just playing it safe, not wanting to risk it all because our role is more in, you know, history, the caretaker role, not necessarily the provider role, like going out and like bringing home the bacon um, role. So I think a lot of women just struggle with their self-worth, seeing the value in what they do and really being sure that they can do this and they have what it takes to go out and succeed. So they're afraid of failure. And then I think many women also deep down are afraid of success because that could mean, you know, how would, if, if you're really successful, how would your family see you? How would your husband see you if he's no longer really the caretaker of the family? Mm-hmm. If you're a single woman, how do men see you? Are they intimidated by you and by your success? So I think there's that big fear of failure. And then there's also deep down that fear of success because that could actually mean being alone. What advice would you give women then to maybe shift them out of those, <clears throat> that mindset? Uh, because you are so young and you are just moving through life like a tornado, which I think is wonderful. But I love your, I, I was reading your, your information online and I just love your attitude and your mindset. So maybe give us a little bit of that. Sure. I think, you know, when it comes to the fear of failure, it's so important to have that end goal in mind and to know that, yes, I will fail along the way, but when I fail, I'm learning and I'll learn something new. And that just builds that resilience. So I'm a huge fan of the idea of failing faster so that you learn faster and so that you grow faster. I so love just that. I love going that. out there and having that big goal in front of you. So you always know, okay, this is why I'm doing this. It's because I want freedom. It's because I want independence, financial freedom, whatever it is for you, you know, being able to spend more time with your kids or whatever your big why is, always make sure that's really present. And then with the fear of success, I think that's something that requires a lot of inner work. At least it did for me, um, working with mindset coaches, working with energy healers, um, all sorts of gifted people who make you understand what it actually is that's keeping you stuck and what some of those limiting beliefs and kind of mindset shifts are that you need to make in order to get to the next level. Right. That's very insightful. And I love that you mentioned that you work with coaches because that's one thing that we, I believe as, as good entrepreneurs, no matter if you're a a coach or if you own a, a clothing line or whatever it is that you have as your business, it's always good to keep learning yeah because we, every everything is changing but also it's good to work on ourselves and and uh yeah i love that so in your bio you say that every day i wake up i get to choose me and you ask yourself if that was selfish that's very interesting tell us about that and i think it is it sounds like a selfish statement mm-hmm. i think 
But for me, and this is because of my story, because really for five years I got up and I worked my butt off for someone else and for someone else's dream. And in the end, I was left with nothing, no money, 5% of a business that, you know, I didn't really want to be a part of anymore. And I had to start from zero. And it was a really difficult time in my life you know, I was 29, I was turning 30. I had all these plans for how I would spend my 30th birthday and what I would be doing and how I would be living and, you know, how we were finally reaping the fruits of our hard labor and the business was finally doing well. And then it just fell apart. And so for me, I think it's, I get to wake up, I get to follow my purpose and I get to do what makes me happy. And by doing that, I can give to other people. Mm-hmm. When I was in Argentina, I was a broken person. I wasn't happy. I wasn't able to give. I wasn't able to support anyone because I was just broken really. Right. So by giving to yourself first, then you can give to others. Yeah. 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 That's, that's so true in life in general. And often we forget that we, and especially as women, we, because we're the tend and befriend. So we often give to others before we give to ourselves and therein lies the issue. So what do you say to women who hesitate to invest in themselves? Hmm. It's a good question. And to be honest, I've always believed in investing in myself. And I started out small. My first course, when I left Argentina, my first course I took was a $500 investment and it was teaching me how to create an online course. And then, yeah. And then, you know, after that, I think I worked with someone and it was a $2,000 investment. And then after that, it was a $5,000 investment. And so you kind of learn to trust yourself with the investments you make and you see, okay, when I invest in my business, I actually receive a return on my investment. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're that kind of person who actually does the work and shows up um, and, you know, I've made some bad investments and invested with the wrong people that can happen as well. So always do your research, but as you do make the right investments and you see that return on your investment, you start trusting yourself and you start seeing that if I invest in my business and invest in myself and I get help from someone who's done what I'm wanting to do and who's been there, I'm going to be able to reach my goals so much faster. Right. So there's the return on your investment. Yeah, absolutely. You've had firsthand experience of things not always working out the way you planned. When that happens, what do you tell yourself to keep moving forward? Because you are super resilient, I have to say. I am just delighted that you, you know, you've started and you were young and you had that, but you, you, it's like a bowling pin. You get knocked down, but you come right back up. So Share some of that, that resilience and that gift that you have with our audience. Yeah, I think I've just really, and I've become a little bit more woo-woo along the way. And now I really believe that, you know, if something isn't working, it's just not meant to be. So Mm -hmm. by like 
recognizing, okay, this is not working. I'm going to try something else. Eventually I'm going to find what's working. And I think, again, it's having that end goal in front of you and knowing that eventually it's going to work out. And also knowing that most people and most of these success stories that you read online and all the gurus, they didn't create their empire in one year, right? right? It took a long time. It took failures and it took attempts and it took learning. So I think that was when I started out, I kind of had this impression that I'm just going to take this one more course and that's going to be the key to my success. But it's really a lot of different pieces. Different pieces. So be willing to pivot. So be flexible and be willing to have patience. Yeah. Because I know that that happens to a lot of us that we get impatient and you're right. We make that investment and we're thinking, okay, where's my return, but you have to take the action and then it's the action that gives you the impact that brings you the return. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. All right. Now we're going to get into the meat of what your incredible gift is and what you're doing with your platform. So I like to call you the queen of Instagram. And seriously, Carla has over 42,000 Instagram followers. So what's your secret and why should we be using Instagram over other social media platforms? Great. I think Instagram is unlike any other social media platform in a way that one, you really allow your audience to get to know you. You have your Instagram stories in which you're really showing what you're doing on a daily basis and where you can really connect with your audience. Um, So that, you know, I mean, now you have Facebook stories as well. So that's kind of a similar thing. But then the other thing is there's obviously a huge amount of people on Instagram. So by figuring out who your competition is, you can then very easily find your ideal clients, right? So if you know my ideal clients follow this person and they have a bigger audience, then you can find more people like your ideal client amongst your competitor. And you can identify them by seeing who is commenting on your competitor's posts, who is liking their posts. And that makes it really easy for you to target your ideal followers and then just you know, attract them over to your feed. It doesn't mean we're stealing our competitors' clients. It just allows us to tap into a market when we know where our ideal followers hang out and who they follow. Right. And then, sorry. <laughs> just the third thing is that people, Instagram is a very supportive platform and people really are on there to make connections and to build relationships. So I've made friends through Instagram. I have been invited on to speak on podcasts. I've obviously found clients. I've connected with other coaches and peers in my industry. So really just going on there. And I think that is probably the secret with the idea of I want to connect. I want to build relationships. And I want to 
give love to get love. That's kind of what I teach my students is you, you have to put yourself out there. You have to connect with someone. You can't just expect to be found. And so by giving love in order to get love, you're like going in there with a very open and positive mindset. How do you convert, um, you know, the connections that you make on Instagram? Is it all by DMs or, or how, how, do you, how do you do that or how do you ha handle that? Yeah, so I believe that, well, I do a lot of selling and converting through Instagram stories. Uh, so okay. I have my, my posts uh, on my feed Mm -hmm. uh, in through like I use hashtags to attract my ideal followers and then I use my captions to really connect with them and to kind of hook them in and then in my Instagram stories that's when I share you know more about what's going on in my business and I use features like the poll feature to get people to raise their hand if they're interested so say I'm launching a new course i would share about the benefits of the course i would share some of the struggles of my audience and then say i'm launching this program to help you achieve xyz let me know if that's something you're interested in or let me know if that's something you're struggling with and so by using the poll feature or by getting people to send you a direct message if they're interested you're kind of becoming more targeted in the way you're marketing and in the way you're selling because you're not just blasting out sales promotions. You're really figuring out who is this for, who is interested, and then you're following up with people. Well, that's, that's a good advice because you're doing a survey. Basically. Yep, basically. So instead of spending time and energy building something that then you discover later that people aren't interested in or very few are interested in you're putting out surveys based on your your programs that you can offer to see if that is something that you want to build upon and that you already have x number of individuals interested or not but you're exactly. you're, you're putting the survey out in order to form what it is you want to put into your next course or your next service or what or your coaching your you know if a yeah. mastermind is something that speaks to them well that's that's really good advice and i like the fact that you said that you can look at so you're not just posting you're going in and investigating who some of the followers are following those people that resonate with your type of business yeah so then you can go in and see, well, those are some of the people I want to start following because they would be my, my tribe. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So using it more um, strategically. Yeah. As opposed to just po posting pretty pictures. Absolutely. Or, or putting a fun video up there. So using it strategically. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's, that's wonderful. Now, I noticed that your Instagram page, it looks like a magazine to me it is so beautiful you 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 know you have a saying then you have a picture then a saying it's very very well coordinated and it looks beautiful is that intentional and should people do that with their instagram page yeah so instagram is a visual platform right it's really all about the visual content that you put out there that's going to get people to stop in their scroll so 
there's the individual posts that should be visually pleasing. And then there's your feed, which basically when a new visitor comes to your profile, they should see from a very quick glance what your page is about. So it has to be consistent. And then whether they're visually attracted to it, because if they follow you, they're going to see your posts that are all kind of looking the same every day or every other day, right? So if they feel attracted to you visually or to your feed visually, then they're going to keep engaging with your posts. So that's why it's helpful to have a, I call it a theme, um, okay. like a consistent, consistent look, if you may. Right. I, I love it. I mean, we'll put a, a picture of that up on the screen so everyone can see because I think it does make a difference. If you're just randomly posting pictures, it, it also looks very cluttered and maybe confusing. But yeah. from a business standpoint, there's no consistency. Like you say, a theme. Yeah. Um, so if your theme follows your business uh, and what you're hoping to convey, then you know, that that's going to be portrayed in your feet, in your, in your page, and then people will be attracted to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's wonderful. So I'm curious now you tell us about your, you, you say you're an online course creator. What exactly is that? Well, in a nutshell, it's really, I create online courses. I really love creating content. I work with some clients one-on-one. -on -one. I have a mastermind as well, but I really love creating and teaching content. So I have my main course, that's my Instagram course. But then over the years, I've kind of built a few different courses along the way. Um, and it's just, you know, a self-study um, platform really for people to go in and learn. And it allows me to reach a wider audience and to help more people than I could if I was just coaching one-on-one -on -one or a small group of right. women. And is that something that you, you teach um, entrepreneurs how to do if they were in the coaching business? Do you teach them how to create courses? Yeah, it's, and it's that passive income as well, you know, which kind of goes with my overall dream of just freedom and being able to create something that will make you money while you sleep and you're still sharing what you could to, to someone one-on-one, -on -one. you're just sharing it to more people, so. Right, well that's, that's if anyone needs to create a course, Carla's your woman, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I love this quote of yours on your website. In fact, I love it so much that I put it on my website and put your name and gave you credit. But here's the quote, it's not crazy to think you can build the extraordinary. It's crazy to think you can't. I just love, for me, that's a very empowering sentence. So Thank you. tell us about that. I mean, I think you, you've already given us your story, um, but I just love that quote. Thank you. I really believe that if we're given this one life, it's our duty to make it an extraordinary one. And it's our duty to follow our dreams and to do everything we can to create the reality we want. And I think it's absolutely doable if you 
believe in yourself and in your dream and you surround yourself with the right people who are proof of the fact that it's possible. Because sometimes we think it's not possible, but it's when we see people who've done it before us and we hear their stories and we see their struggles they've had and we understand that they're not really that different from us then we continue to believe yes absolutely i you're right becoming the mentor because often we get stuck in the mud and we feel that you know this just doesn't happen and it's not going to happen but when we hear inspiring stories like yours it lifts us up and it makes us think you know what they had struggles too mm. you know it just it's life but we need to you know, continue on and have these individuals that inspire us. I wanted to share with the audience, you've made three missions that you would like to impart on women. And I'd like you to share that with the audience. Sure. So my, I guess my biggest mission is just to empower women to follow their dreams to create a profitable business that allows them to be independent, that gives them the freedom to do what they love, when they love, where they love. Um, the second thing is to help women really amplify their message and grow their audience through Instagram and just help them reach more people so they can have a bigger impact. And then the third part is to create a community of inspiring women and really a sisterhood where you can meet the, the women who are going through this with you so you don't have to feel alone and you have someone to lean on and someone who can understand when you're struggling and yeah, just their support to help you endure. Do you, do you have a private Facebook page at this point? Is that something you're, you're building? Um, Tell us if there's any projects or programs that you're working on because yes, I love the idea of community and getting like-minded individuals together. So share with us anything that you're working on or you would like the audience to know. Yeah, I mean, I have my Instagram Secrets to Success online course, which has a really active community. It's amazing. I'm in there every single day and it's just so great to see everyone's progress and just people helping each other, asking questions, answering questions. And then my new baby is my membership site, which is called the Scale Up Club, which is really the what place the for women. Sorry? The Scale Up Club. Scale Up Club. Okay. Which is for women who are ready to turn their followers on Instagram into leads and into clients. So for a long time, I just was so focused on growing my following, but it didn't really grow my bank account <laughs> until I realized, okay, you actually have to do something with these followers and turn them into leads and learn how to nurture them and then learn how to turn them into paying clients. Yes, absolutely. Because that's, we were addressing that a little earlier, but I love that the scale up club. Now is that ready to go or is that something you're still working on it's ready to go it's been running since january i'm just still i think you know with any project you learn to tweak it and to make improvements so i'm bringing in different guest expert coaches 
and I'm, I'm still optimizing it. I think um, I want to create something that's really incredible mm-hmm. and I'm just taking it day by day and making sure I'm optimizing month by month, but it's ready to go. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, where can people find you, Carla? So the best place is on Instagram at Carla Biesinger. It's B-I-E Singer. And yeah, best way is to just send me a direct message. Tell me you listen to me on the um, summit here so I know who you are and I can follow you back and we can connect. I look forward to it. Yes, and we'll have all of Carla's information on her bio with her links. So in case you didn't get that, uh, not to worry. And I have four final questions for you, Carla, that are kind of fun for for the platform. And I ask it of every guest and it requires using some imagination. Okay. If your life were an epic story, what would the title be? Five times around the world. (laughs) That is... Fabulous. I love it. I love it. It's so unique. Five times around the world. Okay. I'm waiting for the book now. Okay. (laughs) What name would you give your character in your epic story? Oh my God. These are fun questions. Caroline comes to mind. Okay. Caroline, it is. How would you how would you characterize your epic life? Never boring, full of challenges, full of excitement and lots of fun and always moving, always learning, always growing. Lots Great. of newness. Lots of newness. I love it. <clears throat> and if you had one epic superpower, what would it be and why? That's a tough question. Um, happiness is really important to me. And I think we should always strive for happiness so I guess my I was thinking you know it would be cool to just make everyone rich but that doesn't equal making them happy so I'm gonna choose happiness because happiness you can be happy and you have you can have very little and you can be happy and have everything you want so that's gonna be my my superpowers infecting happiness infecting happiness okay while you're going five times around the world yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Spreading it all over. So thank you. Thank you so much, Carla, for coming on the show and teaching us about how to empower ourselves with Instagram, how to move through our fears. And I just love your energy and the fact that you are a lady who may have been had some falls along the way, but you just pick yourself back up and keep moving and you are so young. I mean, I know you're just going to be a huge, uh, you already are a huge success, especially in life. Uh, but we would like to say, Carla and I would like to hear from you. 
So go over to my Facebook page, Jane Applegath, and write a comment and tell us what your epic takeaway was from this conversation, or if you have any questions. And remember, this is where you imagine, create, and build a life and business doing what you love. Until next time, this is the Epic Vision Zone. Thank you so much again, Carla. Thank you so much Thank for listening, you. my friend. I hope you found this episode helpful and are excited to implement some of the things that we talked about. If you want to connect, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Carla Biesinger. That's C-A-R-L-A. B-I-E-S-I-N-G-E-R and just send me a DM and say you're listening to the podcast and you just wanted to reach out. I'm excited to hear from you. Take care. See you in the next time.